Well, praise the Lord, everyone. He's worthy of our praise. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I am. Ever since last Wednesday night, I guess, was the last service that was here. Man, how many enjoyed Brother Holland last week? Praise the Lord. Man, I, I, was, I was encouraged when I went home. And during the course of that sermon, man, I, the Lord just dropped a little thought in my heart. And uh, I shared it with the church and liberal and... Uh, before I go any farther, I do want to say, man, it is a privilege to have Frankie McLean and his family and Skeeter and or little Frank, whatever, I don't know. I, you, these nicknames kids get when they're young and then when they get old, you just pop them off before you think. But I guess it's, it'll always be Skeeter to us. But uh, <clears throat> they, get, they get talking about old man Frank sometimes and to me, that was Brother Frank's McLean's dad, you know, but now the, young, the younger ones look at us. We're what we used to refer to as the old ones, and, uh, but I'm just glad to be here whatever stage you put me in tonight. I'm glad to be here. Hallelujah. And I, Brother Caleb talking about baptizing Brother Trent tonight, and I want to tell you something, Brother Frankie, and Clean family. I am proud of these two boys. And uh, I, I think they were almost as good as me and you, uh, Brother Frankie, when we were growing up. I think they're almost that good. <laughs> I thought I would, I, I'd have to say, I'd have to put them above me. Uh, I am proud of these boys, their dedication to God. And Man, I'm telling you, I'm just impressed with these two young men, and I know that this family is too, and Grandma, she's even smiling. I know she's proud of them, but I speak highly of these two young men. Hallelujah. And, uh, but I, w I was thinking, I'm going to take us back to First Kings when I get uh, started here. I was preaching Sunday to... Brother and Sister Greason, and uh, going through a trial, trying to encourage them, encourage myself, and encourage that church family. And uh, I was probably an hour and 20 minutes along these same lines. And uh, I made mention of that today. I was taken before the Sanhedrin court and was ordered to... Uh, cut this thing down a little bit hallelujah so I'm going to do like brother Eddie Jones I'm going to cut it off on both ends I'm going to set it to fire in the middle and see if I can reduce it to an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> no I'm going to try my very best tonight to condense this down and looking so very much toward this baptism tonight of this young man and and I'll tell you, I just get excited about adding people to the kingdom of God. It's good to have, is it Lisa? Here back with us tonight. Man, it's so good to have her. And uh, I want so much to see her filled with the Holy Ghost. And uh, 
man, she's been seeking it, and uh, we're excited about that. And I like this little girl's spirit and uh, her desire for to have the Holy Ghost and her desire for church. And I guess probably knew much about this before she was privileged uh, to come to Apostolic Lighthouse Church of Neo Show, and we're. We're, we're glad that you're here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to talk to us a little bit tonight about the Word of God. And uh, I want to tell you something. And I make this statement so often, Brother McKinn, how, how, where would we be without the Word of God? I mean, so many times in my life, and in, in a lot of times a weekly basis and sometimes on a daily basis, that I have, Sister Kelly Rose, to apply this word of God to my life. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's bringing my flesh, Sister Simmons, under subjection to this word of God. Sometimes it's just not preaching to others. I have to be aware when I preach to others unless that I myself become a castaway. So I'm not just preaching to somebody in the pew, Brother Ali. I am also a lot of times preaching to myself and encouraging myself and trying to renew my mind according to this word of God. Hallelujah. And if I just get to thinking upon the world and what the world has to offer and uh, trying to please this flesh, trying to make another dollar, trying to make another investment, trying to do whatever... Uh, uh, you know, it's it's pretty easy to get caught up in the moment and the first thing you know, you're all bogged down in the cares of life and then you've got to be like David in, in a lot of the Psalms uh, and a lot of the, I'll, I'll refer to the, what Psalms 119 a little bit in this message tonight. But what we see, David, as he's coming before God and he's, uh, uh, sometimes these songs were praise, sometimes uh, uh, they were instruction and sometimes uh, a song of degree it just uh, uh, it began to get more intense and more intense uh, and more intense as he got in to the psalm it was according to the situation uh, uh, that he was in but, but really what you can guarantee yourself brother DJ that he was trying to renew his mind he was under pressure he was under uh, uh, you know he was under the trial he was under the gun if you please. And some of this uh, uh, was his own making. Some of this uh, uh, by his own uh, uh, conniving and, and uh, uh, covering up sin. Not only did he sin, he commit sin uh, uh, and murder and, uh, uh, and adultery, uh, but he also uh, after all of that, he tried to cover it up. Uh, uh, but when the word of God came along, what happened? Uh, was David pronounced uh, by his own word uh, his own judgment hallelujah and uh, so it, it always comes down to the word uh, and as brother Holland was preaching about the miracle of scraping the bottom of the barrel and he began to talk uh, about the little widow woman uh, uh, in First Kings is when she was down to nothing uh, God was up to something uh, but this miracle never come about uh, until she was at the bottom she was at 
attend, if you would please. Uh, uh, she was down to where uh, uh, she didn't know where the next meal uh, uh, was coming from. Uh, but all that she had was the word of God. Uh, and sometimes that's all uh, that we had. And I don't mean to reiterate uh, so much on what Brother Holland said. Uh, uh, but he did say that when he spoke this word, uh, that all there was just a little widow woman uh, that all she had to go on was the word of God. And God had commanded her to take care of the preacher. There's a prophet coming and you're going to have to help him and you're going to have to make a cake. I read a little bit about that myself and it was like Brother Holland said 80 to 90 miles from where the prophet Elijah was to where the word of God sent him to go. And it took a while to get there. No doubt when the Lord spoke uh, the word, the commandment to the little widow woman. Uh, she had a ample supply uh, still left in the barrel, uh, uh, still in the cruise. Uh, there was still plenty to go on. Uh, oh, it wouldn't have been much of a uh, of a thing to fix him a cake uh, probably the week uh, uh, before he got there. Several meals uh, uh, in advance of when the prophet uh, uh, came and. Uh, uh, and, and I, I see as the prophet he begin even himself now when we're speaking the word uh, that means we really know what we're talking about uh, and we have an assurance uh, of what we're talking about I'll pay you tomorrow because you know that you have the money uh, but when you look at somebody and say hey uh, I'll pay for that tomorrow uh, and you don't have a dime in your, in your pocket in your banking account uh, I've talked to people in the last few days uh, that had 54 cents in their banking account uh, oh, and they made a little mistake on a phone app uh, and it put them a dollar and uh, I think 70 some cents uh, overdrawn. They only had one other account. Uh, that account had seven dollars and hey it's easy to trust God uh, when you got investments and money is coming in uh, uh, but I want to tell you something uh, uh, when you're looking up uh, and you haven't got anything to back up uh, the mess that you're in and all you've got is the word of God. It makes it a little bit different. Oh, when we're, you know, we can read the stories now and we know the end case of that scenario. We know what it's going to be. It's fun reading the Bible and taking God as his word. We're like the little widow woman. Oh, I got a prophet coming. I want you to feed him. And when you've got plenty in the barrel, it's not no really at that point oh but here a week maybe two weeks I don't know how long it took the prophet to get there he couldn't just you know run out and charter a flight with American Airlines he couldn't just travel for one thing he was a wanted man the king was looking for him there's wanting to put him to death so I imagine his travel was maybe in the wilderness he could travel a little bit in the daytime but when he got to places that was inhabited he probably had to drift back and start in traveling a little bit at night but all he was going on was the word of God and I want to talk to you just a little bit tonight when all that's left in your life is the word of God oh I want to tell you something tonight the little widow woman and Elijah the Tishbite 
Gittite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there will not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, turn by the eastward, turn the eastward, hide thyself by the brook Jareth, that is before Jordan. Oh, just a little bit before Elijah was speaking the word. But now God is speaking the word. It's fixing to send him into the wilderness. It's fixing to send him a hard place. It's fixing to send him into a place that he's just going to have to put his word, his trust in that spoken word of God. And we know how that turned out. God took the stingiest bird. He took one of the nastiest birds. He took a bird that is has a history of forsaking their own young and made. And then the Lord spoke to that crow or that raven, and that raven provided for that prophet uh, for quite some time. But there there came a time in Elijah's life uh, that things were fixing to change. Oh, but God, you said in your word. But when when we have to say that, it's usually God's fixing to take us uh, to the next level. And all we got to go on from that point on is the spoken word of God. How many knows that several times in your life that all you've had to depend on was the word that was spoken to you by the Lord. I'm telling you something. I'm thankful for this word. It's a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my path. Hey, when I don't know where to go, I just put my trust in the word. The Bible said a good man's steps is ordered of the Lord. Show me, God, where to put my foot down next. God, I don't know where you're taking me. I don't know where I'm going. Just trust in my word because it's going to light your path and it's going to show you where to put your foot. A light will shine way out there and it'll illuminate everything so you can see. But a lamp just gives you just a little light where you where you can see where you feet and where you're about to step. Sometimes the word of God brings us down just, I'm just traveling by the lamp. I can't really even see a little way off out there. It's just that lamp unto my feet. But before long, if I'll just keep walking by the lamp, I'm going to come into his marvelous light and he's going to direct me and show me the way to go. Man, he was in a comfort zone. And you're going to drink of the brook, and I've commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and he did according to what? The word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan, and the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, bread and flesh in the evening, uh, and he drank of the brook. What more could you ask for? Uh, just laying back in the shade, fresh food supply uh, every day, and fresh water to drink. Uh, he was in an area, I mean, it was rough country. Uh, uh, if there were, uh, According to uh, uh, different theologians and commentators, uh, if 
if you wanted to hide, this was the place to hide. And we can read a little a little farther on uh, where Ahab was looking for him. And uh, I had some, Abinadab, I think, was his, his name was looking for him and searching uh, for him, and nobody uh, could find him. Uh, he was in a desolate place, uh, but he's still yet in that desolation because he was obeying the word of the Lord. Uh, and just trusting in the word of the Lord. Uh, I don't feel like if he would have been obedient to the word uh, at this point, uh, I don't think that really down the road, I don't think the little widow woman is there a path. Uh, she would have obeyed the Lord because of his uh, uh, disobedience. But it came to pass after a while uh, that the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. And that's the very thing uh, that Elijah prophesied. <laughs> you know, Sometimes uh, even our own preaching, it'll make us uh, uh, get a little uncomfortable sometimes. Uh, sometimes this word of God, uh, it convicts me. The Bible said uh, the word of God is sharp. Uh, you know it'll separate it'll penetrate it'll divide the marrow of the bone it's very quick to discern the heart and the intents of the mind oh that's what the word is I'm telling you something uh, even that preach word of God sometimes it stirs us up ourselves. he said arise get thee to Zarephath which belongeth to Zidon and dwell there. Behold, I've commanded a widow woman to sustain thee. Uh, I want to tell you something. If you'll understand uh, uh, where this is at, this is right right in, in Ahab's backyard. It's right in oh, Jezebel's uh, backyard. And uh, uh, just that word of God again, Brother Severus is sending him uh, uh, into an area of obedience uh, and trust only in his word uh, that God will do exactly uh, what he said. And, and, and so he arose and went to Zarephath and when he came to the gate of the city behold the widow woman was there of gathering of sticks and he called to her and said fetch me I pray a little water in a vessel that I may drink and as she was going to fetch it he called to her and said bring me I pray thee a morsel of bread in thy hand I can guarantee you this was a word that was she'd been hoping for the last few days that she never had had to hear her comfort zone. I'm telling you something. You talk about a disruption when you're down to nothing. You better hope that God's up to something. Oh, she said, uh, she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I don't have a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise and behold, uh, I'm gathering two sticks uh, that I may go in and dress it for me uh, and my son that we may eat it and die. I want to tell you something just a few verses back. Uh, it said there's a widow woman that I have commanded uh, to sustain thee. Uh, I want to tell you something today. Uh, all she's going on now is the word of God. Uh, she don't have money in the bank. Uh, uh, she, I don't even know how really if the famine uh, that was in the land and hadn't rained uh, uh, for, for a few years at this point uh, how that she even had the water uh, but evidently the water was easier to give up uh, than the mill so evidently she had uh, a little supply uh, I want to tell you something if God said it uh, that settles it uh, one person said if God said it uh, I believe it uh, that settles it uh, I want to tell you 
telling you something. If God said it, that settles it. Whether you believe it or not, you just got to trust. He that cometh to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Elijah said unto her, notice the last part of verse 12, it said that I may go and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, fear not, and go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make one, make for thee and thy son. I want to tell you something, what am I going to do? I like this part in verse 14, the word of the Lord. Oh, God, when we're just down to trusting in the word of God, Brother Tim Ryan, and what God has to say in his word, and that's what we're down to. Anybody can sing when the sun's shining bright, and you can have a song in your heart, uh, uh, you know, when the sun's shining bright. Uh, oh, but I'm telling you something, when it's darkness all around uh, and doubt is closing in on you, uh, uh, and, and you, you the, the unbelief uh, is tormenting your mind, Mind. I want to tell you something. That's when you're like David in Psalms 119. He said, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Psalms 119 and 11, I've hid your word in my heart that I might not sin against you, O Lord. I want to tell you something. That's the benefit of having the trust of the word of God in the heart. I've hid it in my heart that I might not sin against you. We see David in Psalms 119 and 28. My soul melteth for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according to what? According to your word. It's David when he takes these Psalms of instruction. It's not only for me, but I'm going to instruct somebody else. Hey, when you're down, when you're feeling down, David was in trouble with God on some of these psalms uh, and in some one of these psalms of instruction uh, hey I'm going to put a psalm out here of instruction uh, that people won't do what I've done. Why? Because we're down to the word of God. We've got to put our trust uh, in this word of God. <laughs> Heaviness strengthen thou me according to your word. God you said it. I'm trusting in it. I'm believing. Uh, enemies all around me. Troubles assailing me. Uh, my sleep departs from me at night. Uh, oh, I could go on and on with David uh, and all the comments that he made. Uh, oh, David said in Psalms 119, 49, Remember the word unto thy servant upon which thou uh, hast caused me to hope. Uh, if I had hope only in this world, uh, I would be of all. Oh, men uh, most miserable uh, but I've got more to hope in uh, than what this world has uh, this world's confused uh, we got millions of people uh, that don't even know what they are uh, and million more
are coming behind them uh, uh, don't know what they want to be and those it's already changed uh, into something else Uh, I'm still thankful uh, that according to thy word uh, thy servant upon which thou has caused uh, me to hope Uh, I got a hope in this world my Bible tells me my Bible tells me that this word is forever settled in heaven and heaven and earth is going to pass away brother Josiah but his word is never going to pass away without faith Faith is believing. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. They that come to him must believe that he is the rewarder and a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hide this word in their heart. Isaiah 55, 11 uh, said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it if I said it it's going to happen I'm going to bring it to pass man I want to tell you something when you're down to the word of God and you can put your trust in God but just for a little moment I'm fixing to turn and go do south uh, uh, with this sermon here tonight it's one thing to be able to trust in the word of God in troubled times and trying times but I want to tell you about a trouble today that's coming upon the land and it's going to come down to one thing what is written in this word of God and it's going to come to pass I want to tell you something if your heart don't condemn you you've got great confidence toward God I want to tell you something tonight There's coming a time uh, in this world that we're living in. uh, And I had a man look at me today that doesn't even uh, uh, go to an apostolic church. And he said, you know something, Brother Sampson? Jesus is coming very soon. That's according to his word. And it's easy to talk about that. And it's easy to contemplate on it. But let me tell you something. When it comes right down to, to facing God and his word what you're going to do on judgment day when you come down and it's down to the word of God not your spoken word not your ideology not your theology but you're just down facing a just God on judgment day and there's nothing to face but the word of God the Bible tells me on that day that they're going to be crying for the rocks and the mountains to fall upon them. They're still not wanting to change. They're still not going to want to do anything different. I'll just tell you though, they're right down to the end, the last word of God. He's going to come. He's going to separate the, the, the tares from the wheat. He's going to separate the sheep from the goats. He's going to separate the saint from the sinner. I'm telling you something. Hide us from the face of him that sits on the throne. We still don't want to...
the word of God and it's still going to stand when this world is on fire. I want to tell you something tonight. Hide us from the face of him that sits on the throne. This word of God tells me there's going to be fear and trembling. There's going to be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. There's going to be families that's going to be separated. There's going to be some people that will never see grandma and grandpa ever again in their life. There's kids. I remember the song that Sister Sally used to sing. Daddy, we can't go with you. I'm telling you something. What's separating? It's the word of God that's going to separate. I'm telling you something. Dads will go one way. Mothers will go the other. Children will go one way. Parents will go the other. Why, Brother Sampson? I'm telling you because it's of this unadulterated tolerated word of God you can't water it down you can't separate it you can't take away it's the word of God what you gonna do when you're like the widow and you're down to the word of God and that's what's gonna separate you from you and your God is that spoken word while you stand to your feet tonight This word of God's going to stand. I want the rocks, the mountains to fall upon us. Hide us from the face of him that sits on the throne. Don't want to repent. They just don't want to face that final word from God on judgment. Bible said some's going to confess we've done many many great things in your name and he's going to look at them and say this is the last word of God depart from me I never knew you why do you do what you do brother Samson I want to do everything that I can to make sure that I make it in and I hear him say well done that's the last word of God. And let the world go. That some of us will ever hear. And the other word, Brother McKeon, is depart from me. I never knew you. What are you going to do when you come down to just the final word of God? going to argue your ideology, your theology. The Bible said every tongue is going to confess and every knee is going to bow. When we're standing there, we're just wanting to hear that final word. told you when I, I was in public school and I went We're to get on the bus last day of school we had our report cards out I'll be honest brother Johnny McKeon I, I struggled that year and I 
I just feel like I made it by the grace of God through that, that, that year at school. It's one of the roughest, toughest years that I remember in my, in, in my school history at public school. And I remember all the others looking at it. Man, I passed. Man, I passed. The race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong, but he that endureth to the end. I felt like I just endured that year, Brother Ryan. I just struggled through, but I made it. Some of them were saying, man, I didn't get the A on a roll. A lot of them were saying, man, I got the A on a roll. I passed with flying colors. And others was looking at it and said, uh, <coughs> I got the B on a roll, uh, uh, but I made it. And I'm sure I mine was C or D or whatever it is, a quarter of an inch above failing. Uh, I felt like that's where I was at, but I passed. Uh, man, I was so elated. Uh, but I remember the janitor's son, a great big old heavy duty guy. Uh, and he just as loud as he could said, he said, I flunked uh, in flying colors. Uh, oh God, I don't want to hear that on judgment day. Uh, I want to hear him say, well done, you passed. You may not have been in the front of the line, running the fastest but you endured to the end I'm here to ask you one more time tonight what are you going to do at the final word of God are you going to hold on to the little petty things that you've held on to in your life are you going to be glad for every mile that you run every weight that you laid down every weight that you laid aside that weight and that sin that so easily besets. I want to hear him say, well done.